fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live, and I... Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Annalisa. And I'm Reese. And this is To To Ellen Back, Back, Generation Generation Q Edition. Edition. That's pretty good. It's been a long time. I sounded like I was reciting it because I was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're we're back, bitches. (laughs) So excited. How have you have you both been? It's been it's been uh, Wait, okay. Can someone tell me actually when is the last time we recorded this podcast? I was thinking about it and I can't remember. It's just that so much has happened, which you know. That's what happens. Time passes and things happen. And And so much happens and Mm -hmm. so much change happens. And aren't we just going to talk about that later? But more importantly, (laughs) well, also there was this whole period of time after what, how long did it take for them to renew the show? Like six months? Right. Yeah. That was very stressful for me. Yeah. Yeah. We thought it was going to get canceled. So the show, the premiere of season two was August 6th, 2021. And the finale was October 11th, 2021. So it's been a long time. During part of that time, we had to really grapple with the possibility that the show would not return. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which definitely made me love the show more because I realized that I would be devastated. Just exactly how devastated I would be were it not to return. I did famously say at the <laughs> last <laughs> season at the end that I wasn't going to be watching yeah, I didn't three believe you or coming back. <laughs> I think I thought I was going to be more successful in the year that passed, but I'm, I've really just taken a few little steps. It hasn't yeah. really been... I still, and I still like hanging with my pals. Yeah. And you know what? I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, should we talk a little bit about this episode? Yeah. Tell us about the episode. Um, It's called Last Year, and it was uh, written by Marge Lewis Ryan, who you may know. Yes. um, Showrunner of The Outward Generation Q. Um, And it's directed by Cottrell and Kindred, who directed last season's Love Shack, which is the karaoke episode, which is, in my opinion, like the best episode of Gen Q. That was a fun one. Um, And also directed an episode of League of of Their Own. Oh, wow. Which is uh, is a great show. A wonderful show. Yeah. That would be fun to do a podcast on. A a queer podcast-worthy show that has come out since the last time we were recording this podcast Mm -hmm. of another queer podcast-worthy show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking forward to that show, and now I've enjoyed that show, <laughs> and now I'm wondering if that show's going to get renewed. Right, right. And, uh, uh, to be gay and watch television. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just get a little bit of shows. Because I think it's like we were like, don't kill our characters. And they were like, well, if we can't kill them, then like, we're just going to cancel it. Trade offer. Instead of killing an individual queer character, <laughs> what if we just series. ended yeah. the whole show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wasn't there a note on the like scripts for this episode that they might do Q titles? Yeah, they are doing oh. Q titles. But then today's is last year, which is an L title. The episode four is called Quiz Show. Whoa. Oh, oh they're yeah. mixing it up mid-season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are several Q titles coming up. This yeah. is like how in my fantasy football team, this is actually not at all like that, but um, <laughs> I had to pick up a new quarterback and I named my team after the original quarterback and mm. I've been thinking about changing my team name mid-season. Wow. They should actually have an episode called Quarterback and it could be a football episode. Ooh. Oh, and they could fun. all play football. Fun. Yeah. Like I, a basketball one. Yes, exactly. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. yeah. I'm full of great ideas. Again, most shocking perhaps about this season is that once again, I did not write it <laughs> in any capacity. Despite um, having I was so not m- hired so many at ideas. all. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why, <laughs> um, but uh, alas, alas. 
Um, I just uh, want to say that the previously on for this episode. Yes. Was a journey. Was a journey. Wild. I remember a lot of those things. I remembered every minute of it. Sure. Since I had to watch every episode 17 times. I know it better than my own life. Wow. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. Well, one thing about the last season is that it ended with a knock on the door mm-hmm. and we pick right back up. Tiny Tina. Mm-hmm. Tina on the other side of the door. Here's the thing, right? The more that things change. The more they say the same. Truly. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bet and Tina have to have a convo mm-hmm. um, because Tina's like, are you in love with me? And Bet is like, yeah, <laughs> duh. <laughs> That's why you in love with me. And that's why like, I've been yeah. sabotaging everything that's been going on since you've re-arrived in my home. Yeah. One thing I do just want to call out is that I love that Bet was in an all-white outfit and Tina was in an all-black outfit. Oh, she was? I didn't yeah. notice that. Wow. Very yin and yang. Yeah, very inspired. darkness. Yeah, yeah. It's like the black and white ball, but like just in there. Do you say foyer or fo- foyer? I say foyer because I don't think I can pull off foyer. I say foyer. Is that wrong? No, you can pull it off. It's just that you're fancy. Oh, I don't yeah. like, I, I like don't, Drew probably heard that in a French film. And I feel like I'm from the Midwest and I just don't present as like. Right. Like I can't pull off. Yeah, y'all. from Michigan. <laughs> I'm from see, Southern California. Like I can't pull off. Yeah. Y'all. And see, I say y'all all the time. Yeah, yeah me too. Wow, it's so special how different we are. And my <laughs> reference point for black and white would be a black and white cookie because I'm also Jewish. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, so basically, uh, believe it or not, Bud and Tina still have feelings. They for have each feelings other. for each other, but Tina very much is like being all boundaried and is yeah. like is like, this isn't how you love someone. You're not, you don't, you've never treated me well. You've never known how to love me, blah, 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 blah. Like, I can't marry Carrie, but I also can't be with you. I'm leaving. And then Bet shouts, ah! and yeah. then we see one year later, and I shouted because I was so caught off guard. I love a time jump. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things when TV shows do it because it just feels so chaotic. I'm like, a top, you just didn't want to deal with any of those storylines. Let's go. Yeah. How'd you leave the conversation? What mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. It is one year later. And Alice is hooking up with someone. Yeah, right? this, is that the next? Yeah, thing? I believe this is what I would call a crossover episode. Right, it's Chris Renfro from Queer as Folk. Yes, they played Daddyus mm-hmm. in Queer as Folk, and they died. Yes, they did. They're in alive the very here, first though. episode. They're alive. They here. died right away, so it's a spoiler, but it's like it's not really. Look, my thing about Alice being bisexual, I love it. <laughs> I wish that she also loved it. Why? How come every time Alice is hooking up with someone who's not? Nat and Gigi, she seems to be having just the world's worst right. time. Yes, it's unfortunate. I thought she was having a good time. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Huh. huh. <laughs> I feel like she's having as good of a time as she's had. I mean, she always is a little, her sex scenes are always a little silly. Yeah, like with Phyllis and like, I don't know, ex- except for when it's like someone she's like in love with. That's her sex true. scenes are always pretty silly. Was her sex scene with Tom ever like hot? It was brief. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe and I'm just projecting. In the last year well this is maybe i just want to segue into the thing about me which is that in the last year i have also recome out as bisexual oh. which alice had to do last season remember mm-hmm. she was yes. like everyone although i was the call was coming from <laughs> the house, i was branding myself as a lesbian i thought i was anyway the point is that you have a boyfriend the point is that i have a boyfriend that's also his name is tom not the point <laughs> i was gonna make he's a writer i just felt like alice is always hooking up with these people who she kind of doesn't like that much. And actually for me, a key tenet of bisexuality is if I didn't like this one boy so much, I would still just date women. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, so basically like this person has blue hair and is like Gen Z and a semi-influencer. 
The actor is probably not Gen Z. Like I Gen like Z, no. I, I I thought they were older. I don't think people understand <laughs> like generations. <laughs> they're always calling people millennials and Gen Z when it's not. But whatever. Alice is with someone who's much younger. Yeah. And we sort of get into like a little bit of a let's check in on all the characters in a sexual way. Yeah. Many of them. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's my favorite way to check in with. Well, characters. actually, the next check in, they're not having. Well, they they eventually have sex, yeah. but it's Shane and Tess, and with Tess's mom, and also cool hand Luke poster on the wall. Just want to yes. clock that yeah. exciting stuff. And Margaret Chenoweth. Um, they're still together. Oh yeah. Tess and Shane are still together. Yeah. Tess's shirt is like so many different stripes. Mm -hmm. And that shows like the diversity of life mm -hmm. <laughs> and that we're all growing and changing. And Shane is, Shane like slips very easily always into like this nice little domestic role, yeah. but it's like not really, you know, but now but, that but it's been, Shane doesn't love it, but she's horny. She's good at it. It's been a year gap though. So she's been doing it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, like that's the long, what's the longest relationship Shane's had? Is it this? No. Oh, what's the, has she, um, she was she Carmen was for, Carmen more than for a year? like a little over a year. Okay. I actually started mapping this out the other day. And then I thought Marie, that's my full name. <laughs> Get your shit together. Sure. Sure. You know, Yeah. but I did figure out that like with Carmen, it was cause there was like this, Especially if you count the whole time that right. Shane and Carmen were dating, it was actually like pretty long because there's a six month time jump between season two oh, and season three right. of the original series. Right. We love time jumps. We love time jumps. Um, yeah. So then also, uh, Danny and Gigi are still together. Everyone's yes. still together. Danny's like, we should move in together. And Gigi's like, I need to talk to Nat about that, which makes total sense yeah, to me. Absolutely. But Danny's very upset by this. Yeah, I was like, don't they have to do this a lot? They yeah. have children. Like, yeah. th this has to come up a lot. One thing I do want to say not. about this is that. Uh, Gigi says Beverly's down to one lane. And I was like, <laughs> finally, someone in this television show drives in Los Angeles because they're always kind of like, yeah, I'll just pop over. Yeah. Uh -huh. And this was true traffic representation. Yes. I was like, oh my God, if Beverly's down to one lane, we're all screwed. It's fine. It's on the way to the mall. But the point of this is that, well, not everyone's together because Alice and Tom aren't together. That's true. So but true. we don't get to, we don't, we, we didn't, don't. yeah, see any of that. Right. And, I, well, we, I don't know, but I'm not in this episode. Um, Angie is moving into college. We get like a fun little remark of Alice talking about Gen Z and being like, I'm hot and bisexual. Like I'm ahead of my time. I'm just like Gen Z. Yeah. Um, Angie is wearing a sisterhood is powerful shirt, which feels <laughs> it, way more Gen X than Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. And I don't understand why they have her in that. The sisterhood is powerful. True. Well, I guess that is hard to argue with. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, what do you have to say now? Yeah. So they tell, T it's clear like Tina and Bet haven't seen each other in yes. a year. Yes. And they're like, but Bet's been doing all kinds of personal work. And then she pulls up and she like looks really serene. She's in a Tesla, mm -hmm. which is sinister. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks serene behind the she wheel. Does. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then when she gets rear-ended critically, she does not yell. She doesn't even raise her temper. She's yeah. just chill. And she even gives the girl a hug and says, the only thing you have to do this whole compassion for yourself and enjoy moving days. Yeah. She doesn't go, what makes you think I'm not already? <laughs> growth. And this, Tina's impressed. This yeah. tiny <laughs> glimpse of growth is enough to sort of change yeah. Tina's heart Tina and mind a bit. horny for <laughs> Bet finally being an adult. Yeah. I do love, we're all going to die. So what's a little bumper? <laughs> oh like, my God, I love that. That's because yeah. I, that's how I feel about literally everything. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like we're all going to die. Yeah. You know, like let's do this podcast. We're all going to die. So Absolutely. True. Sisterhood is powerful. You we're know? all going to die. Yeah. Wear it. We're all going to die. Next character check in Sophie and Micah. You know, Micah's being that, that good trans friend to Sophie as they're talking about uh, Finley coming back. Uh -huh. We do get a little bit of a taste of what's going on in Micah's life, which is that he's proposing to Maribel. Uh -huh. They've been together a year. Yeah. It's 
it's a, it's something you can do with a character. <laughs> um, and then uh, Finley and shows fin- up. Finley's been in uh, sober living right. since, since whenever she left rehab. Don't right. know the amounts of time there, right. but that's where she has been. I and she's returning. A year. Okay, so, well, so I did the timeline last year, right? So like okay. last year ended on like May 22nd, I want to say. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And now based on a date that we get in the next episode... We, now we're like in September. Mm. Got it. So somehow Finley's been in rehab and so we're living for over a year and they haven't seen each other. Here's, here's <laughs> one thing I want to say about Finley's sobriety storyline. Just up front, I'm just going to say, I've decided to just go on this journey with them. <laughs> I know too much actually about what it's like to get sober, how <laughs> people act in these situations. <laughs> I'm saying that's what they want me to believe she did. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wonderful. I'm here to provide and, that for you guys. And I think that, <laughs> I think that also it's just really nice that they could afford to do that. That would be nice. I would love to spend a year in sober living. Totally. Yeah. I think also, you know, what is a year? A year for one person can be a year <laughs> exactly. for another. Yeah. So who knows how long it's actually there. The year time jump was, we don't need to, we don't need to worry about it. Uh, Finley and Sophie go on a little uh, picnic and Finley says that 28 Days with Sandra Bullock is a documentary. Um, and Honestly, then, before I got sober, I did watch that movie on a plane and it did make me cry the entire... It's like 97 minutes, I bet. And I probably cried for 94 of them. So <laughs> honestly, she was not wrong about this. Actually, this is one part of her sobriety storyline that yeah. I will go on and say, that's a banger. Yeah. That's what I'll say. But she seemed to have had a, a cute time. Oh, also her hair is dark now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, very important. Which is crucial. And then she decides that she is going to... I guess we're supposed to think these are her amends. Yes. Uh, which she is not doing correctly. <laughs> really not. But, you know, the, in this world, that's what amends look like. So we're going to go yeah. with it. I and think I actually would be interested. I think this is maybe a time, like nitpicking timeline. I don't think we need <laughs> to do, but I would be interested in knowing what the show is maybe cutting corners on or misrepresenting as far as like making amends goes. Well, I do feel probably like every specific sponsor tells their sponsee to do amends slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there, you know, there's a lot of like format to a lot of AA steps mm-hmm. actually, like to do all this work before you even get to amends that are like about what your character, like they call them defects in the program, which is kind of tough and people use different language, but like which of those contributed to the mm-hmm. specific issues. And the thing that bumped me here a little bit was like, She's sort of just being like, yeah, I didn't love you in the way that you were supposed to be loved, which is like, actually, you're supposed to kind of really drill into like Mm -hmm. the time I didn't show up for you at this and the time we got pulled over for this and how those all contributed to Mm -hmm. you feeling like this. Mm -hmm. And she kind of lets in a couple of these, like lets the person who she's talking to kind of brush her off and be like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. And like the real big thing is you're supposed to finish. Like you go in, even if you haven't written it out, my sponsor made me write them out, but like you say all the things you're supposed to say. And then you say like, do you have anything you want to say to me about this? And that got cut. Mm. So there's just like, sure. Well, I think, and another main thing which comes up more later is that like, you have to ask somebody, like you can't just like launch into it. You have to be like, are you like, you have to set a time to do it. Right. And if they don't want to do it, then you don't do it. You don't like, push it on anybody who's right. not ready or at a time when they're not ready for it. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like when they're at work like organizing <laughs> like some sort of fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like theoretically. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot that that was a note that I have later in the pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you wouldn't, you just don't go like, Hey, can we chat? Right. It's very like, like I had to craft a text, show it to my sponsor and be like, can I send this to my ex from college? Can right. I send this to like, 
you have a very like, hey, here's what I'm about to do. Are we good to set a time for that? Yeah. But I did love that they're still being very silly together at the end of this. Yeah, it was cute. They like are making their little poop and fart jokes and they're like, you know, jumping on on each other. It's just like very sweet. It's what we like about them. They're very fun and silly together. And I think that comes back later too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still team Sinley. Um, we get a, we had a brief little, some brief moments of like Angie's college goodbyes. That was really cute. I thought it was yeah. really sweet. I love how many like grown ups she has, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Also speaking of hair changes to signify growth, <laughs> Bet's little like shag hip, like wolf cut thing yeah. she's got going on. Loved it. Yeah. It's cute. Like, cause they, they're like really pushy and they want to like overmother her. And then she's like pushes them off. But then once they leave, then she wants to hug. And I was like, that's so fucking cute. And then also, oh, but also we did not discuss the fact that she's attending California University. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like famously, I mean, in addition to being the university attended by the characters of every show ever, including like Saved by the Bell, Beverly Hills, no, it's also the university where Bette Porter had a infamous tenure. Wow. Right. It's true. Yeah. So just, I didn't piece everyone together. should just simmer on that and think yeah. about what it would be like for Angie. Well, I do think it probably helped her get in. <laughs> right. Not that, I mean, Angie's great. I'm sure Angie could yes. get in on her own merit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really hard to get into these days, I hear, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, but California University, again, famously does seem to let in entire groups of friends. Oh, okay. right, right, right. Good point. So they might not she be She didn't even need the nepotism. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I put in my notes when they left that, and that and Angie hadn't hugged them. I yeah. was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I wrote, oh no, phew. Okay. <laughs> so then after Angie runs out to give them both a hug, then Bet and Tina leave, like walk out together. And Tina asks Bet if she's going to the fundraiser, which is this episode's big event mm-hmm. to get everybody in the same room. Um, and Tina had earlier told Shane that she was not going. Mm-hmm. And now she tells Bet she is going. And it's Ooh, because she catch. saw Bet get into that car accident. Yeah, she saw like, we're all going to die soon, Bet, and was like, all right, yeah, I'm in. But first, she gets a call from Pippa. Oh, right. So they're in touch. Yes. They, they speak still. They speak. But yeah. Pippa's in South Africa. Right. Yeah, and we learn, we learn later that like, Bet apologized to Pippa and was really open and communicative. <laughs> which All part of her work on cool. herself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fundraiser for the MS Society at Dana's, where else? And Alice is in a white suit. Those are my first two notes. <laughs> Alice loves this little like dumb and dumber suit mm-hmm. palette. Uh-huh. And I love that for her. Yeah. The big suits, oversized, the big accessories. Yes. Yeah. And blue. She really likes that. Yes, blue she does. And I love it for her. And I love it for her. She looks so fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're, they're trying to raise, Danny is here helping produce. The yeah. Event, she's like an event planner now. Yeah. yeah. Later she like mentions other jobs that she's doing. So I feel like it's like producer event, mm-hmm. like coordination stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. She should work for us. <laughs> and they're trying to raise $5,000 and they're doing a little auction. They said that the cost of the event was $5,000. Oh, okay. So they need to do that to make the money back. And then everything else is being donated. So uh, yeah, I sure. think it's that, that, make, that makes sense to me. I do just think Tess, and I understand not wanting to ask your friends for money, but also <laughs> I don't. Because I think sometimes your friends yeah. have money to give. Um, wow, this would be a great plug for an auto shuttle fundraiser if we were still <laughs> running it. Um, but like, Tess knows wealthy people. Yeah. I mean, she kind of does that's get you, them to like, yeah, but that's, that's the reason why I have a party yeah. like this. Yeah. Because I think rich people love to get to like 
go to get to show because they they're in the room and they get to go oh ten thousand dollars <laughs> and then that feels better than just like quiet like they want to show journey. off yeah. sure okay yeah and then they get a deer mm-hmm. um and i love shane and alice doing this like groundwork still like they're still like hey tina yeah. that's better now don't yeah. even worry that's yeah. better now mm-hmm. which is kind of fun yeah i know it's like this is sort of this idea that it's like Angie's parents getting back together, but it kind of also feels like it's like Shane and Alice's parents getting back together. Totally. Um, because this event does not have enough things going on, Micah has also decided that he would like to propose tonight. Yeah. Uh, what? Everyone knows. I actually, I stand by him on this one reason, which is he says, now everybody knows, so she's going to find out if I don't do it, which right. that is fair. That is how queer circles work. I would argue, this is just my own personal opinion, I'm unmarried. <laughs> I think... I don't believe in surprise proposals. I think you should have talked oh, about really? wanting to get married. You don't have to know when. It can still be a thing where you've talked about how someday soon you want to get married. Yeah. But I think you should I think you should have had a conversation with your partner about like, do they want to get married? Do they like marriage? That's just a personal thing. It's not a critique of the show. Plenty of people do surprise proposals. Um, that's just my personal preference. I think you should never talk about it and then you should go to a sports game and then on the Jumbotron, you should be like, will you be my wife? My mm-hmm. dream actually is to be proposed to via Jumbotron. Yeah. I'm a sports girl. Yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah I or like someone you. comes down, like you're at like a hockey game and then it's like a bunch of figure skaters come on and they Ooh. do, they dance Ooh. and they, they form a heart and then it's wow. like, will you marry me? That's what I think. That's, that's kind of like, that's what I think Micah should have been doing tonight, but instead he's like going to what? He's going to off his wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to stand up there and bid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in other Maudie Bell news, she doesn't want Sophie and Finley to be together. Yeah, she hates Finley. I would say the, fair as protective sibling. Yeah. Yes. Although her, 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 when she's like, she ruined your wedding. I'm like, no, she didn't. No. The wedding was already ruined. Yeah, no. yeah. And yeah, again, I'm on this journey with them. I've just decided to commit to the vision of what Finley's like <laughs> drunkenness and therefore sobriety mean. But like mm-hmm. much like the amends that Finley gave to Sophie in this, I'm like, I guess I believe you that that's your experience, but I didn't see all that. And I wish that either I had or we weren't talking about that particular thing. But right. right. To Drew's point, like protective sibling stuff, fair. Yeah. And. But Sophie's like, Finley's completely better now, which I think is sort of this a fantasy that she has that yes. like right. all, all of Finley's problems were caused by alcohol and all of them will be fixed by her not drinking alcohol. And that's right. totally. obviously not going to be the case. No. Finley has gone to talk to Tess and Shane and also do some surprise amends. <laughs> yeah. Um, which also get like cut really short and they're like, it's totally fine. Um, yeah. And they offer, also like, don't, why, why are you trying to have serious conversations with people while they're at work? No. I don't know. The, yeah. Who's wor- it's fine. This event, <laughs> not the time or place for any of this. Mm-hmm. No. Um, they offer her, her job back. And <laughs> I'll just say, Anna speaking for Anna, I might not even have gone to this event fresh off. Like yeah. any of my sobriety stuff. It seems like yeah. a lot. I don't know if I've, been to a bar in over a year it's hard i've i've gone to bars but i'm like i don't love it the way that i used to and it comes with a lot of stuff and maybe for someone who's fresh back into their life like working at a bar is the worst idea in the whole world i don't know how tess does it i don't know how tess is so fucking passionate yeah as we'll see very passionate about owning bars (laughs) but i was like this is the worst idea ever and i like, but I hope, I guess what I hope is that like, it doesn't become a thing. Like they don't even drug, yeah. like if they're going to have her work at the bar, right. just don't even address it. Right. Or they're like her and Tess are hanging and they're like, yeah. oh, this can be fine. fine. Like we're fine. But yeah, I like, don't, I don't want to like, she's do tempted thing. to drink because right, she's right, right in front of her thing. Like, like boring. Why? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and we already saw that kind of with Tess. Right. In the first yes, season. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So. Um, not boring though is next <laughs> up. We have an appearance from Kehlani. Yes. And I she looks was amazing. so excited. So good. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
so attractive. Yeah. 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 She really shines. Mm-hmm. She's an actress, and I give her an mm-hmm. Emmy. Yeah. And a Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. Immediate Emmy. Immediate Emmy. First thing, <laughs> yes. shut the door. You can't come in here. <laughs> Emmy. I don't even know what's going on in that room, honestly. No, but I don't either. Chaos. Also, yeah. what's that room? I don't I know. No idea. I don't care. <laughs> it's like a secret passageway to like yeah. secret. Yeah. Magical I world. thought Shane was going to discover like a secret underground like yeah. gambling ring again. And that's what this show needs. <laughs> I would follow Kehlani to Narnia. Exactly. To a gambling ring. Yeah. Really it would have been cool to a portal to another dimension. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, maybe it did, and that's where Kalani has come from to come grace oh God, this so cast. Cute. Different world. Um, like tree. So they have a moment where it's like Shane can't go into this room. Uh-huh. Shane goes back to the bar. Yes. We do know what Kalani's there for, which is that she's the makeup artist from, because like they had a makeup artist cancel earlier that day. Right. And she's the makeup artist from the glam team, Alice's glam team. Right. Who Alice said like they'll fill in, they'll do the makeover, which I, I hope someone buys for me. Is the makeover happening the night of the thing? I was confused. It's probably like a make your own makeover. Uh, like makeover like night of the party like you could yeah like you could be like i want my makeover before a gentle the gentleman jack event oh right. but okay okay uh, um, or, or you could be like i want my makeover before this wedding that i'm going to or i want my right makeover but why before I, the, there, like just to be like and it, she'll be hot so you really want that is it. a good question drew yeah I think that that's it. that would sell me. I mean, <laughs> that I, would sell me too. I'd be yeah. like, I don't need a makeover. Really. <laughs> I literally would just. I would and be, I'd be like, like, so she's gonna touch my hair. Thousand dollars. <laughs> that's my thing. Is I would be like, I would actually be like, let's have Kehlani like stand on stage when people bid, so they know they get to hang out with like a very hot person. Yeah. Like, yeah. how's that work? Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So then back at the big X reunion that will be talked about for ages. I don't have notes, so I'm, right. I'm, I was like, what are you, you looked <laughs> like you were like, thinking. Oh, I am always thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, yeah, she asked what season. I just got a good. I get a good laugh out of any time there's TV stuff in this yeah. this specific TV show. It just really gets a chuckle out of me every yeah. time. And yeah. um, Tina is flying to Toronto tomorrow, and that's relatable to you. It is relatable. <laughs> um, whatever show Tina's on is in season nine, which honestly, mazel to her. That's a yeah. Big that's a really long show. This it must be like a show about a man with a gun, or well, it's like a or it's like a reality show, but it's not oh, because she's talking yeah. about. About, like scripts and right. stuff yeah but and she's in toronto yeah i can make actual like canadian references now but i wish what is it what is that show that's been on for forever doctor um, who no 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 Coronation it's a canadian Street. show no it's like a it's like an old-timey murder mystery show and it's oh. been on for like 18 years murdoch mysteries, murdoch mysteries. <laughs> yes murdoch mysteries Tina's producing murdoch mysteries <laughs> oh my god i love that for her um also a thing that got a chuckle out of me is alice being taught tiktok like her yes. date teaching her about TikTok while then Shane comes over and forces her to like pay attention to Bet and Tina. Like mm-hmm. there's just a funny yeah. art imitating life okay. kind of situation going on. I have an astrology. I know I was about to say I when you when you lifted your hand, I was like, we're gonna talk where you're about to talk about astrology. Because okay, this this person who <laughs> yeah. Alice is hooking up with, where I don't know what What's their gender their name? is. Daddyus? No. <laughs> <laughs> no That's their name on queer spoke. Teddy. 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 Okay, I don't know Teddy's gender, but they're like, ask Shane what her Venus is because they say that she has like an intensity to her. But right. Venus is like how you are with love and relationships. So what does that have to do with her like intensity to some stranger she just met? Like they should have asked Shane for like her sun or her moon or her uh, or rising. Mercury. Like, it just was, I was like, so I was like, stone. this is not, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the sign to ask about. We do learn that Alice is a Taurus Venus. Yeah. But not in a derogatory. I don't, that part of the astrology, that checked out for me. <laughs> I also got a giggle out of Finley coming over and talking about Venmoing weird oh, yeah. <laughs> to Alice. The idea of Finley, I really was endeared by this. The idea yeah. of Finley being like, I'm going to Venmo her anytime I have a little extra money, $7 in my bank account that yeah. are, I don't need. Mm-hmm. And just like 
chipping away at something. Um, this is a message to everyone. Free yourself from the capitalist message <laughs> that you need to like pay, that you can never take money from people or that you like need to pay back or whatever. Like obviously if you take a loan out and you want to pay your friend back because you agreed to that, whatever. But Ellen DeGeneres of the L Word universe? <laughs> right. Do not pay Alice yeah, don't pay Alice money back. back. Like, Keep your wh money. What? Also, if like... It's not that I don't believe Finley would do that. I right. also found it very like funny and very Finley. Please, please <laughs> keep your money. If you are like a broke queer person who's about to work in a bar, even though you're newly sober, yeah. like just keep, keep your money. But like, if I had that much money, I would love to be able to give it to Finley for right. rehab and not be right. paid back. And be like, like, that's why you have that much money so that you can like help people who don't have it. Alice could send it back though. And apparently she's not doing that. So I, well, she doesn't really know how to use that's any social fair. media. That's is really what right. I've learned. Mm -hmm. And also what is she going to do? She's probably like a dollar 50 and she's like, am I going to really send back a dollar 50? You know, what she could do is save it all and then cash it out and then pay it back to Finley yeah. later. She with the really rocket pop like, yeah. emoji. Basically, the next big set piece is Finley talking, tries to talk to Danny. Uh, Th which is so... This... I decided I was just going to nitpick one thing in this whole episode. Well, just pick one and it's this. Well, sure. Mm -hmm. that's I fair. think that's right. This is, this is also my... Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it... First of all, you're not supposed to... like. So you're not supposed to do amends if you, with someone if you think it'll hurt them more than it will benefit either of you, right? Or more than it will benefit them. But you're really not supposed to do it to somebody who says no. Right. I actually really appreciate Danny. I know it's messy, but I was really like kind of there for her being like, I don't find you charming. You think everyone <laughs> finds you charming and like, I do not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Reese mm -hmm. might still find you charming, but nobody else does. <laughs> I know. And I was like, I kind of find you charming. Okay. <laughs> a little bit, but I think Finley is trying to be like, but I'm not that person anymore, which yeah. I totally understand. But like these two characters are never going to be able to have yeah. that kind of normal, like, deep conversation because yeah. of everything that has you happened. can't graduate someone and then be like <laughs> Let, let's be buds let's be pals no. right um and yeah the biggest thing is so inappropriate to go up to somebody and be like hey can we talk like yeah. right now and then try to do amends and then be told no and be like but 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 right that no every single part of that is actually actively against like what you're supposed to be doing the step is like make amends to others unless to do so would hurt them or another person. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. like, if you're implicating someone else, even that they don't even know, like the biggest example people use is cheating. Like yeah. doing an amends, if you're, if you're Finley and this whole thing hadn't happened, but like she had an amends to make to Danny because she had slept with Sophie behind Danny's right. back and Danny didn't know. Right. You don't do that. Yeah. You right. like figure out ways to in your life. Right be a better person to Danny and to Sophie and to people in relationships. Yeah. Anyway, obviously that's like a scenario far from this one, but yeah. the moral is the same, which is like, it's actively going to upset Danny to have yeah. this conversation and not yeah. in a like, this and is a this hard is the worst time and the worst place. Yeah. There is something so powerful about not finding someone charming. Who seems to have, like, who seems to have like a grip on your yeah. friend group. Yeah. Like, that's happened to me before where I'm just like, wow, whatever it is about that person does not work on me. And I am a god. My favorite part of this scene, though, was when um, Finley was like, when would be a good time? And Danny was like, um, never. <laughs> yeah. I do feel that every time they are thrown together and Danny gets to be like kind of bitchy, it's really fun dialogue. Like, yeah. I love her being like, just no, yeah, stop. No. That's always very fun. Yeah. Wait, sorry, what, Drew, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to move to Kehlani. Oh, that's well, the oh, next thing, though, is that then Tess interrupts. Te Tess intervenes. Right. Sorry. And ahead of myself. basically, Finley storms out. Sophie follows her. Tess asks Danny if she's okay. Danny's like, 
I'm fine, whatever. Yeah. And then Sophie and Finley go outside. Right, right, right. <laughs> and they sort of like, again, have like a little bit of silliness. And Sophie really wanted tonight to be like fun and perfect. And Finley's big night back. Again, I don't know that this event is like the correct tone for that. I would have yeah. maybe been like, let's order in and just yeah. like hang. Yeah. But I get it. And they sort of shit on Danny. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's an interesting like, it's sweet that Sophie is like, I'm here for you. Like I'm supporting Danny sucks. And I don't love hearing like Danny sucks from Sophie, but I do like her saying whatever those people don't matter. It's about what we are doing. You know, I thought yeah. that was lovely. I w worry though that she's like losing herself a, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Because like, cause she's like, it's not okay for Danny to be a dick to you. But also, like, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I was like, is that exactly what happened if you played the tapes back? Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a little bit on the, like, ooh. Every Sophie scene in this episode made my heart twinge just a little bit, yeah. like, for her and for Finley, because I'm very anxious for both of them. And I just, mm -hmm. like, want them both to be happy. And I fear Sophie is, like you said, has this, like, starry-eyed, like, Finley's not drinking and everything's going to be easy and amazing now. Right. and. Right. I have bad news, which is that that's not really how it goes. Like, first of all, in any relationship, sure. but secondly, with like a newly sober person and like getting yeah. used to the changes that that brings in somebody's life. So I'm just, I just want to hold the, both their faces in my hands mm -hmm. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, definitely. But they decide to bust this pop stand and go do something else. Yeah, something which naughty. Which is nice. Mm -hmm. But it's also in the same time setting up Sophie, like them having to be separate from everyone else, right. you know? Yeah. Right. Very good point. Um, okay, now you can move us on to Kaylani again. Because yes, <laughs> she apologizes to Shane, um, being like, I didn't know you own this bar. Also clearly knows who Shane is because they like go back into the back room um, and she has a Shane, Shane for wax, Shane for wax <laughs> hair product. Iconic. I love the idea of bidding, like spending way too much money on eBay for this product that you're like, this actually yeah. changes my life. I yeah. need it. Mm -hmm. I know that we're like setting up this thing of like Shane's like, like Kehlani is like the big boss of Shane growing up and not cheating. I, I think it's not cheating if it's Kehlani. Like, I, <laughs> like, like, I, like I know that they're not Kehlani in this universe, uh -huh. but still like this, like I, I don't know the rules of all relationships, but I yeah. do think that's one of them. Like, I do. People I can correct me you, if I'm yeah. wrong, but I, I do think that it's not cheating. I think Tess would be like, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. 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 Right? I don't know. That's don't know. that's a principle of of I'm my morals. Obsessed with this near inclusion in the like sexy lesbian mm -hmm. haircuts list. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we got so close. I There's know. a lot of hair touching and yeah. neck. Basically, Kaylani is like, Shane, since you're back here, why don't you style maybe you could style me? And Shane's yeah. like, I haven't cut hair in 35 years. I don't know. And Kaylani's like, but you're <laughs> but so you're a genius. You don't know this still. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah you're an artist with name the with, clippers. What's Kaylani's character's name. I'm Ivy. sure. Ivy? Yeah. Ivy. 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 Great. And I'll, Ivy is I'll a single mother. I'll respect them as a thespian and call <laughs> and call them Ivy. Yeah. I'll try. I think the character is she her though. Uh oh. Okay. Great. So yeah. The, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> we we wouldn't have time to get into that. Um I like that they still they've still managed to make sure that like no one has to know how to do hair to do these scenes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like all she does is just like touches her hair and like looks in her eyes and like yeah. just like pulls out her hair. Yeah. It's like and then eventually is like, I guess she gets too turned on by this whole thing. Yeah, like sure. and it's just overwhelming for her. It's overwhelming for all of us. Yeah. And she's like, Never mind, you look great as you are. It Get really, me out of here. I really would love <laughs> Carol's alarm if so for Shane. once and maybe this will happen because I've only watched this first episode, that the like 
Shane's in a committed relationship, very in love, uh, but Shane's Shane. If it could, I know we've done the whole thruple thing on mm-hmm. Gen Q and it didn't work out. R.I.P. Like, in my opinion, it worked out. I, yeah, of course. I, I do them. think that like <laughs> having a thing of being like, there are so many different ways that relationships can look and being like, what if Shane found a relationship that suited who she is? And then she could like have this little fling with Ivy mm-hmm. and Tess could have another fling with someone else. And that would be so nice. But I don't, I, I feel like it's just going to be conflict. Well, like Shane and Kiara were in an open relationship. Yeah. So I'm like, how did this happen again? I guess right. because that's what Shane does. She's just always like, yeah, sure, monogamy. <laughs> Shane wants to be that tweet that you sent me earlier. That's yes. like, we're madly in love, but we both publicly have hoes. And <laughs> also no one calls us polyamorous, but like, kind of. <laughs> yeah, the, that part of that is you talk to your partner about right. it. <laughs> You're like, yeah. we don't need to like, you know, identify as anything, but like, we know it's okay that sometimes we meet Kalani. Sometimes you meet Kalani and you must do something about that. Right. Other than touch Kalani's hair. Um, I really got a laugh out of Shane being like, you don't really have to do anything. Ivy has talked about how like Shane has such a talent with uh-huh. hair and has like a gift that must be shared with the world. <gasps> yeah. And basically all Shane does is like rearrange her part for a while and then go, no, I think it's good. Yeah. Shane's big move in season one was like giving somebody bangs and layers <laughs> and highlights, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. a modified, like a modified Rachel. Mm-hmm. Right. And honestly, they did a great job of it. There was also like a moment where Tess said she was going to take Bet back. And I thought there was going to be like a walk-in moment. Yes. Oh. Uh, we then, we go to the auction. Yes. We get, we get our first Bettina grand gesture. I'm not saying to Bet. Like, like LA, LA is plastered with ads that say Tibet is endgame. I'm like, people who don't watch the L word are like, did something happen with China and Tibet? Like, I, and why are they spelling it wrong? Yeah, like I, I'm like, why? I just, it's, it, I'm just gonna say Bettina, and I'm sorry. If, Where are the Tibet is endgame? Ads? You haven't seen them? No. Oh, they're just following Drew around like, a, yeah, like, like, like a, like a, like a little phantom. I feel like they're all around. I haven't seen them. What? I've seen L word billboards though with the, with I their photo picture. booth. I'm not crazy. Look, Carol's looking out the window Carol. now. She wants to see it. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I have a picture. When I was first recapping the L word, you know, when, when I was a small child, sure. new to this world, radiant sweet, skin, sweet summer mm-hmm. child, sweet summer mm-hmm. child who are not, well, I was already pretty weird, but um, <laughs> anyway, the point is that like, I would talk about Tibet and, my girlfriend who was like actively involved in like activism around mm-hmm. Tibet, the country was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and I explained it. She was like, that's wrong. You shouldn't call it that. Like, and so I was like, okay, I'll call it Bettina, I guess. Mm-hmm. But no. And I was like, eventually if I keep calling it Bettina, since like people read my recaps, mm-hmm. it will eventually catch on. But by that point, like Tibet forever was already, you know, there's already all these websites and all of these communities around it. So it was just like, it's, you were just one rock in a stream. I'm just one rock in a, the rocky stream of the Rocky Mountains on a hill mountain and falling can, into the sea. And we're all falling into the sea. We're all dying. And we're all going to die. What's a bumper? Exactly. <laughs> Life, life's a bumper. Move on. I will accept that Bet and Tina are endgame, a thing that I don't personally want, <laughs> but I will not ever say to Bet. I mean, I'm saying it again and again, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. um, but That's not your ship name. Yes. Bet has put... Uh, a certain work of art yeah, up for auction. For Kiki Smith, mm-hmm. which in season three, when Bet was unemployed and Tina, the beginning was right before like Tina started having cyber sex with Daddy of Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah, the memories. Man, I forgot about <laughs> Daddy of Two. Like Bet, Bet like lost funding from her NEA, whatever. And so, and Tina was complaining about money. She's like, fine, I'll sell my art. 
you know, I can't believe you're doing this to me, which is like, I just cannot, can you imagine just like having things hanging on your wall that you could sell if you got poor? Like the things hanging <laughs> on my wall, I printed that out on my printer and then I put it and that frame was uh, in the Ikea as is section. So like she calls and like talk about who wants to sell a maple thorpe, even though we never saw her have a maple thorpe, but she, but she mentions the Kiki Smith and she's like, no, I could never part with the Kiki Smith. Right, and then he, right. she's like, how much? Like she finds out it's a bunch of money, but I guess she ended up not selling it. Instead, Tina had to take the job with Shao at Shaolin uh -huh. with Helena. And now here right. we are. And now bet because now she's shed all of her things. Yeah. Uh, is ready to part with her dear possession. This to or me feels like when someone's like, I'm moving on. I don't need anything my ex gave me. I'm going to yeah. burn all these. And you're like, wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. That's <laughs> yeah. like your entire wardrobe. Right. Like you are talking very peacefully, but this doesn't feel peaceful. This yeah. is very chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also starting the bidding at $500. Right. Like how much would this go for? Like I was like, well, at least if you're going to sell it for yeah. a good cause, like get the money that it's yeah, worth. Yeah, go sell it for, a, and then give the money. But, but what? She's yeah. so serene and centered now yeah. that she doesn't. Even it doesn't what? matter. She's just like, I'm going to let some poor like lesbian living in Silver Lake buy this and, painting and have something of drawing yeah. of Linnea's tattoo of a deer. Well, um, Tina saves the day because Tina, Tina says $10,000. Tina is rich now too. Yes. Right. Famously, her show has been on for nine seasons. Yeah. So and yes, they shoot in Toronto. So it's probably not like the biggest show in right. the world. But, but it's, I mean, it is Murdoch Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know that's a pretty, that's a like pretty big season hit. 20 something yeah. of that. I was going to say, it's a ninth season show. Like yeah. the, she's kind of making rolling. money. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely probably like a criminal minds. Yeah. Also the yeah. stuff that she's talking about, like she's an EP on that show. Yeah, she's yeah. getting an EP fee for every episode. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she can buy 10,000 deers. Wow. Bisexual executive. Anna's really had like a whole year. So many things have changed. Also, I, I do love all the things you said about Tina and like knowing about this art piece and whatever. And like be kind of being like throughout the years, Tina has been like annoyed that she knows most like that Bet's life is the life that they live, you know, mm -hmm. like she knows so much about Bet's work and she knows yeah. so much about, but then like, as soon as this piece was up for auction, <laughs> Tina being like, it's worth way more. Than I was yeah. like, that's actually really accurate. Like that yeah. is how you feel about some of your ex's passions. They're like, okay, but actually, yeah, mm -hmm. I know too much about that now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Tina buys it. Tina's like $10,000 in the auctioneer is like, let's just not ask anybody else for anything. Right. We're yeah. done. So Helena's not um, there. And Tina comes back to the table and Shane and Alice like, sliding out of the booth with little faces on yeah. really made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. And Bet and Tina have a emotionally charged, mm -hmm. very lesbian conversation about this piece of art and how meaningful it is. And dear Tina, Tina's like, I didn't want someone else to own a piece of us. Like, yeah. I think about you when I think about this piece. I think about Bambi. <laughs> I, think I think about it's a nice drawing. I think I will say that this episode convinced me that. Bet and Tina should be together. <gasps> and, <gasps> and, and that the <gasps> bet that I wanted to be with Jody to be with Pippa isn't who Bet is. Right. And that the same way that I would tell a friend who's in a relationship where they're dating someone's potential and not who they really are, that they shouldn't be in that relationship. I need to give up my dreams for this fictional character <laughs> and all the people that she could date and realize that like actually her and Tina make sense. She and, loves Tina and Tina loves her. And and good for them. Aren't we all kind of going on that? By which I mean me and you <laughs> with this show right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this episode, we're both kind of like, yeah. Right. You know what? I'm sure. going to accept. I mean, at, at the very least, let's not have any more carries left 
stranded on the side of the road in tears. Yeah. So, you know, right. right. If they're going to be together, be together. Just be stop, together. Stop yeah. hurting people. Yeah. yeah. Like, Especially. That just needs to fix herself, I guess. I mean, in my opinion, Tina's personality is still halfway missing but yeah, I think absolutely. that they I think that works for Beth I think Beth likes that because mm -hmm. Beth has two Beth has like 1.5 personalities and Tina has 0.5 and so together that's a whole personality which they actually kind of say at the bar they're having this conversation yeah. and Tina's talking about work and is like I manage a lot of big personalities wink mm -hmm. wink wink <laughs> and so you know yeah okay Kehlani slash Ivy is leaving mm -hmm. and says a very sexy goodbye charged eyeball goodbye yeah. to Shane mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's how you know Something's going to happen there. Something's going to happen. Yeah, she's going to look at her hair and be like, you know what? Actually, I think we should do a bob. I think we got to chop it off. Yeah, got to chop it off. maybe. Undercut. Yeah. Undercut would be good. Yeah. Is this when Tess finds out how much money they've made and she's excited? Maybe. Or is that later? It was earlier like that? that her and Danny were like, $7,000! And I was like... I think they were excited because it was so early in the night. Right. That's I mean, now they've yeah. made $10,000 off Tina alone wanting yeah. to get that back. So, yeah. right. That's <laughs> really powerful. Really? That's she the She probably tip. left the painting behind. Yeah. The, you need to, if you want to get money, you need to invite a bunch of rich lesbians uh -huh. who are ready to make grand gestures, show off <laughs> right. their new crushes. Um, speaking of breakups. Oh, right. I oh, yeah. They're a casual little thing. It's O-V-E-R. Yeah. Halfway through, I panicked. I would not be able to spell that entire word. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that was impressive. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, and so, you know, uh, it's over, it's over. And Alice is wanting to find something real. And I, and I love that for Alice. I let's, what a, what a journey. And the first step of that journey, that will be a few scenes from now is a choice, but, um, <laughs> then the next, next test wants to buy another bar. Is yes. That, yeah. This yeah. is okay. I have a, I have a thing, which is I, I don't really like Tess. Yeah. Okay. I think that she stresses me out. This is a stupid idea. Yes. Yeah, Bad not. idea. Also, there's a white castle right there. Mm. So what? You're just gonna have two bars next two lesbian bars next to a white castle? Next to a white castle? I don't I I just there's like no lesbian bars in LA. And the idea of opening two, like having a second one owned by the same person. Feel like I mean it'd be one thing if it was like, look, LA's a very big city. So right. you have one on the east side, you have one in Santa Monica. Like totally. that's smart. But this yeah. one's like right next to like it. the right. friend and the little friend. Yeah. And also, again, I, I mean, I get I love this for her, but it still seems like such a weird choice for someone in recovery to want to like open multiple <laughs> bars. But I mean, yeah. that's fine. I guess that's like that's her thing or whatever. But her thing really that she says to Shane is like, I know we're not going to do marriage and babies. Like, this is another baby. Let's have another baby. I think they just need something that Shane can feel like. I'm being trapped. I'm feel like the relationship. Yeah. I think it's really just like a plot point, which is why I didn't think too hard about it. But yeah, I don't test for, for how charming Jamie Clayton is and how talented Jamie Clayton is. Like, I find her Hellraiser more charming. Than <laughs> like, I, like, Tess is like not my favorite character, which like a character played by Jamie Clayton really could have been right. yeah. whether that person was cis or trans, like separate from that <laughs> issue. Like I, I don't know. They don't do that much with her. Yeah. I just feel like she always has these ideas that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And now she wants to buy a second lesbian bar next to first lesbian bar. Mm -hmm. And like, I get it. I was, I w we were all at semi-tropic on that night, like the last party before the pandemic. It was very crowded. And it was, Packed. Packed. Yeah. There could have been overflow into the yeah, second bar. Yeah, if we, there'd been a second bar, there wouldn't have played That was for one it. night, though. <laughs> but that was one night, and it's just like, what? It, they're already really blowing everything out of the water, like making this one thing operate. You know what I mean? Right. But it just logically doesn't make sense to buy something that's right next to it. Like, maybe that could be, it's, I don't know if it's going to be like, it's like this peach pit, and this is a peach pit after dark, which is a Beverly Hills now to an reference that everybody mm. over the age of 35 might get. I vaguely but, got that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. 
I think if they turn it into like an ice skating ring, Ooh. an arcade. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or bowling alley. A bowling alley. Ooh. A bowling alley. Or like, um, I think maybe like a like a dance space uh-huh. for performance art, Ooh, for lesbian gorgeous. performance art. Or it art. could be like more of a club. Or yeah, like, more of a club. So like maybe mm-hmm. it will be, but yeah, they definitely need to do something a little bit different with it. Right. right. Or they could blow it up. Perfect. That's what Shane did to her last business. That's a really good point. <laughs> okay, Finley and Sophie are have run off to go have fun mm-hmm. and they're playing strip basketball because there's nothing this show loves more than a love and basketball reference, <laughs> I feel. And I've seen... That's another big thing that's happened in the year since we recorded this is now I've seen Love and Basketball. Oh, oh and so have I. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, okay, that I watched it like huge. a month ago. Wow. It's yeah, just, I watched it's just it one of the a month ago too. to ever be a movie. Because last year I was doing my director project, but this year I'm doing rom-coms. Oh, this year Gretchen was like, you really need to have seen Love and yeah. Basketball. And I was like, you're right. It's And she was right. Incredible. Yeah, she was right. It was, it was amazing. It's so good. Another thing that's changed over this year is that Finley is wearing a different style of underwear than previously wore. Mm. That's true. I did notice that. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's losing. She's losing. So she has no bra and just underwear on. And they're in public, which did make me nervous. But I'm happy for them that they're having fun. Mm-hmm. But they start hooking up. They're like, like, you know, yes. they're like running around, having fun. And I do want to say Sophie says, you're still fun. And <laughs> I know that it was meant to be sweet. Yeah. But as a person who stopped drinking and was really anxious that everyone was secretly thinking Anna's not going to be fun anymore. Yeah. I just... I just twinged just mm. a little bit. I said, ooh, ow, <laughs> that hurt. But maybe Finley was like, yeah. amazing. Thank you for the reassurance because some people have more normal brains than I do. And then they start hooking up and Sophie's like, I just want to go home and get in bed with you. And Finley's like, ooh, I think I should catch a meeting. And this is another thing that like, I don't really want to see the most. <laughs> like meetings as a source of conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meetings are exactly one hour long. Yeah. It's like Catholic mass. Like there is a start, <laughs> there is a process, there is an end. Yeah. You get out. Yeah. So really like... Also, she could go to a later meeting. Yeah. Like it felt like to me like that wasn't really what was happening. Right. No, it felt like an excuse. Well, and it is later. Yeah. You find out. But like if this becomes a little thing. Right. Right. Jordy is, is oh, visiting yeah. Angie. And I don't like her anymore either. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I am on Jordy's side with this one. Wow. No one should stay together from high school. Fair enough. No, but like go to like, I, I don't think she handled it well. I don't know why we've had this year long gap. What's been yeah, happening and also, in there, whatever, whatever. If there but, was this first, this is their first thing alone. They should have at least had sex first. They, yeah, they should have hooked up. No, but she also, just shouldn't have come over. Like it just should have, this shouldn't have happened her first night I mean, in college. Like that part of it. No. What Angie said is true. Why didn't we talk about this yesterday? yesterday. Yes. Why didn't we talk about this over the summer? 100%. Why are we... Is also is Jordy at California University? Is that the implication? Because mm. then it's like, are we gonna see each other? No, like I don't think so. She just came to visit. Yeah. Is she like I don't know why I thought she was a grade below. Oh, oh I have no idea. I just decided she was a grade <laughs> below. I do relate to I've decided we have to break up, so I'm emotionally shut down and just sort of saying words. Yeah, that is relatable that's how I am. to me. Yeah. So um they have like a really weird breakup fight because Jordy is like doing the full shutdown and Angie's going a little bit like what? Bet angry <laughs> kind of direction. Yeah. Which is just like an odd conversational style to watch two people have, you know? Yeah. But they break up. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Angie <laughs> take on yeah. the college queer life. She's cool. Yeah. She's queer. She's at college. Sisterhood is powerful. Sisterhood, Sisterhood is, powerful. is so powerful. For us as lesbians. For us as lesbians, I love this for her mm-hmm. as a bisexual or queer, whatever she is. Right. Yeah. We love it. And, you know, one very sad rejection to one less sad rejection. 
uh, Micah proposes mm-hmm. and Maribel's like, I don't want to get married, but I do want a baby, which again, this is why you should talk to your <laughs> partners about yeah. like life plans, about marriage, about kids, about all these things. But, but imagine if this had happened on a jumbotron. Wow. That would be quite the twist of right. like, I don't want to get married. I don't think, no offense oh. to sports fans in general, but I don't <laughs> think the average fan at a sporting event would like understand the like the nuances <laughs> of like, I don't really believe in marriage as like a practice, but I love you and I want to be with Let's you. Have a baby uh-huh. and bind ourselves together forever, yeah. but like not actually be married yeah. and sign the yeah. paperwork. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, Although they, if they are going to have a baby together, they should get, they should get married. And it would be like, easier. it's actually just like easier. Yeah. They, yeah if you have a yeah, child, that's eventually what they're going to have to do anyway. Like so school that's fine. Stuff. Um, Who cares? <laughs> it's TV. It's television. Um, it's just a TV show. And then we get kind of like the classic end montage mm-hmm. check-in with everybody. So Finley's at a meeting and doing her like share. Yeah. <laughs> Finley's um, doing her share. Finley's doing her share. And that kind of under, weaves that's not a word i just made it up that makes sense to me kind of weaves through all the other characters and alice is uh on tammy a little product placement for the lgbtq dating app tammy this podcast is not brought to you by tammy (laughs) so i can say Mm -hmm. that um it's not very good we did a review of it on on auto shuttle and it wasn't one of the better ones it's been around for a long time that long was that one of that was like it's been around the dating down what what was that called? Yeah, dating, dating download. download. It's been like, it's been around I for really like a couple years. Posts. Yeah, we just I ran did. out of dating apps. I yeah. did too. I thought they were fun. Really and two of us got into relationships. Okay, brag. <laughs> you also are in a relationship. <laughs> we're all in relationships. Wow. Except Carol. Oh, sorry, Carol. But Carol's really independent. Mm-hmm. I feel like Carol mm-hmm. loves being single. Yeah. 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 If someone was like, Carol, do you want to get married? She'd be like, no, I want to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So Alice is on the dating app and changes her age preferences to... Mm-hmm. From twenty, she changes it from twenty five to forty one. And I just want to say, when I was on dating apps, I did not even I did not go down to twenty five. That's just simply not for me. So (laughs) I I support her move. Depends on how old I was, but I generally was like a year or two younger than me. I never went more than a year younger than me ever. I I don't have time for that, unfortunately. I projected my own experience onto Alice's Mm -hmm. um, and recalled that there was a time when I did have it set younger, even though I was older, and it was because. This was the time, this is right before like all of our friends got divorced at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, everyone my own age is taken. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, so I don't know what else to do. Because well, when I put it in the, my age range, there's no one here. I was going to yeah. say, there's actually nothing more disheartening <laughs> than opening a dating app and it saying, we've run out of people in yeah. your area that yeah. meet your requirements. Yeah, and like, I'm like, I'm in LA. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. I've really? moved to a city that no I'm one? supposed to, like, <laughs> what? Yeah. It's yeah. horribly like demoralizing. So I actually do understand that impulse. Yeah. But 25, like dating a 25 year old even sends like a little shiver down my own spine. And yeah. I, maybe that's just me. I being guess you're jerk. just looking at bone. Yeah. yeah. Well, Although, fine. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, how old is Alice supposed to be? Like 50? Yeah. That's a choice. That's, yeah, that's a, a gap. real gap. That's a, that's a big gap. So Alice is being honest about her age preferences. Also the little like <laughs> song underneath says something about like, we're afraid of aging or something. Which oh, really? Really? Oh, yeah. We have the on the nose songs again <laughs> this time. You know, what, it's like Finley's at a meeting. <laughs> Sophie's going to bed. Fucking, 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 fucking. Change, change, change. Carmen, <laughs> Carmen, 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 Carmen. Um, I mean, what would we be without the needle drops? You know? Yeah. Shane is um back at home looking at her old hair products. Uh huh. And mm. she's giving them a sniff. Not wearing a bra. Mm-hmm. So really. We're back. She was feeling very shamed today. Yeah. Very shamed <laughs> today. Yeah. Yeah. And then test sidles. So she doesn't say, what are those? Nope. She just goes in for the makeout. Mm-hmm. 
Tess really wants to kiss. Yeah. This yeah episode. Tess I, really I, wants to kiss. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes you want to kiss. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's showing even after being together for a year and living with your mom, you can still want to hook up. I think yeah. that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, Lo- Sophie gets love. a text from someone named Dre that says, <laughs> you up uh, rainbow? The, the rainbow, rainbow emoji. The rainbow. <laughs> the rainbow. To, so you know that it's queer sex that like, we're looking for. I just, first of all, I, I love that she's getting a you up text. Uh-huh. But secondly, like, what is that? Just so she know, like, is the, that's what I mean is like, what is the rainbow? The, I think the rainbow means like you up. You want to go like find a pot of gold. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like it's raining. Maybe there'll be a rainbow afterwards. Mm. You up. I have some lucky charms at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a great you up. <laughs> yeah. Text. Um, you up like I have a Lisa Frank binder or like I got a Hello Kitty one. Uh-huh. Or something like that. Gorgeous. You know what I mean? Um, we did miss that Danny goes home to Gigi. Oh, yes. And there's oh, like right. a cliffhanger oh, of right, if right, right. Nat has said yes or no. Right. Yeah. But it's one of those weird cliffhangers where you can see the actor like knows there's no more lines for them in the scene and they just have to sort so of the, sit there. <laughs> that's like when you go to a play and you know that the dialogue has been written overlapping, but they're just like stopping like at the middle. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, and Danny says also that the event was a success yeah. and Bet has offered a, her a gallery job and mm-hmm. Alice has offered her her 100th episode. Yeah. So she must be doing some event type yeah. coordinating. And I've offered her starting a camp for queer adults. Ooh, Gorgeous. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, if yeah. she's going to so event planning. Out the, we're nailing down the contract now. I, I love that she's moved on from maybe being a Sackler to being like <laughs> the party planner of queer right. Los Angeles. Yeah, I love that. First of all, I, I hope we never, ever have to talk about any of that stuff yeah. ever again. I agree. My favorite thing about the L word is when they just drop some yes. uh, plot or a character like a hot potato or like a, or like a oh. in, incarcerated potato. I do recommend the documentary um, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed about Nan Golden and her fight against the Sacklers. Mm. Um, That is my recommendation. Famous queer photographer Nan Golden, activist, incredible person, really like made it so the Sacklers cannot like have a name in the art world. Highly recommend the documentary. And that hopefully is the last time that there's any reason to talk about the Sacklers on this podcast. Oh yeah, because she did say earlier in the episode, she's like, it's been the hardest year of my life. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Right, right. Where I, again, I'm just going to accept that as truth. I actually I don't fully yeah. believe it. Great. Yeah, I mean, Gigi's hair is different now. Did you notice that? They really? both look yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Were there anything else in that montage? I think that's it. And then yeah. the big thing that everyone has been waiting and praying and hoping and sitting and wishing wishing for. Wishing yeah. and hoping. Yeah. And it, you know the song. That one. Yeah. So Tina and Bet left the function earlier, which we did forget to say. Oh. Because yeah. Bet or Tina's like, they do you want to like here and ran right? Yeah, that is one of them is like, do you want to get out of here? And the other one like wants to say yes so fast that we didn't even finish the sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're back at Bet's home, mm-hmm. and they're just talking about the things that have happened in the last year. Bet has reconnected with her mom, right? Who we all thought was dead. So that's big news for us, right? Mm-hmm. She just left. Zombie news, yeah. It turns out she just left. Yeah, that was redone, and that's neat. <laughs> um. And then that she went to the silent retreat that she <laughs> failed before. This made me laugh. What a silly, what a silly choice. For yeah. Bet the character, for the L word writers. What a yeah. silly, silly uh-huh. choice. And also because the last time she said the silent retreat, Tim Tina was at home. Tim. Wow, Freudian <laughs> slip. Tina was at home banging Henry. Right. Yeah. Yep. And Dana was dying. Wow. What a sad time for all of us. And Carmen and Shane were unhappy with each other and not having a nice time fighting 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 fighting, fighting, fighting. <laughs> yeah yeah um, breaking up breaking up getting married getting married so bet committed to the silent retreat and this time found that it it worked its magic yeah she was silent 
She did it. They she say that it. this was one of the best days of their life. I, I also was like, how can that be true? How can that be true? Right. Didn't they once go uh, on a trip and get food poisoning? It's just, it like, was just a regular day. Yeah. Like, I guess like if this is the start of their like rekindled romance and they're together for decades, then I could see them like looking back and being like, that was one of the best days. Of my-. But <laughs> You're like, doing a great <laughs> old woman voice. Good yeah. job. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know why they're like becoming like on Downton Abbey, but, um, but like that, uh, I've never watched Downton Abbey. So if that was wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, appropriation. Um, but yeah, I, it was very baffling to I me. I agree. I had the same but, thought where I was like, fans are so dramatic. I think that they're just, we did talk about this really recently actually, but I do think that they're just, yeah, being like, really gay for each other and being yeah. like this is gonna be one of the most important days of my yeah. life because we've rekindled whatever right. it is here so yeah. like this is the best day of my life it brought me you you know yeah but this um, is the fourth time they've rekindled what about like the first time there was they had like they had stir fry and right? then they had sex there's another time like tina also, was pregnant they banged her in delicious. the delicious stir fry is delicious <laughs> what are they eating here literally nothing no it's eating anything this entire fucking episode that's true everyone's starving everyone's hungry that's true. I'm hungry too. I just I, I'm also outside. yeah. We're all Dude. hungry. Like I feel like we've seen Bed and Tina have some pretty nice times, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. If you were if you were better Tina, what would you think would be your be- the best day of your life? I don't have a memory for the L word the way that you two do, but there has to be something like a gallery opening or like yeah. I don't know. Tina's in it. Tina's show is in its ninth season. There's not they any ha- job I mean, stuff for like. I, I was gonna say the like, day that they, they, they got married. The day that Angie was born. Oh yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that was a nice day, except that Jenny had a hard time that day. <laughs> right. And so that was hard for me seeing, personally. Seeing Angie go off to college, I guess that's, essentially that's, that was that's today. This day. So that, that was makes today. sense. But what about their wedding day? Right. I mean, they say one of. So maybe also okay. like that's it. like the other day, what did I say? I said something was one of the best movies of all time. And my friend was like, you always say that. And I was like, yeah, it's in my top 600. I have a list on Letterboxd <laughs> that's like 650 movies. Wow. And one of them is... Muppets Take Manhattan. Um, no, there's no Muppets oh. movies on there. I'm sorry. Oh, well, that seems like a miss. Uh, well, if it's 650 movies long. <laughs> that's a lot of, there's a lot of movies in the world. That's a, so. that's everything I've given four and a half or five stars to on Letterboxd. I guess so. Okay, so. They kiss. They kiss. <laughs> well, first, I do want to say they touch fingers. Yes, of yeah, course. There's a real fingering. like. A little fingering. Walking, yeah. hands mm-hmm. walking over to the couch. Yeah. And as someone who in the last year has reconciled with an ex, I do want to say. I do think that's actually a critical part of the process. The fingers touching. The, the, the hands next to each other mm-hmm. and you kind of, you know, ease them closer. That's a big, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Just for me personally, I, I felt that. represented by that. Yeah. I felt like, wow, they must really be like, this feels familiar. Yeah. And that's probably really nice. Yeah. Um, so they kiss, they start kissing. Tina's mm-hmm. like, I must leave. The finger touching becomes too much. Mm-hmm. She says she has to leave. And then instead they kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. With tongue, I think. I think what's yeah, on. I think yeah. there was definitely a, a, like a French a kiss. hint of a tongue. Yes, it was definitely from <laughs> Harry. Uh, from, from, from the, <laughs> from the, from the yeah, region from the land of, of the foyer. <laughs> I knew we were going to try to make the it's only <laughs> champagne if it's from champagne. Um, and then Angie comes in. Mm-hmm. And clearly looking for Jordy help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, help on her relationship status and instead sees her two moms kissing. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that could be more damaging to getting over your first queer heartbreak than being like, oh, queer people get back together after long periods of time. Like separate from the shock of seeing your mother's making out, like that part of it would be so like, in my head, I'd be like, well, my my, my parents got back together. So... I, I, Jordy and I are going to be endgame. Could do it. Like, there, there will someday be signs jo- jo- in Los jo- Angeles. Jo- Jordy? Georgelina. 
and George Ale- George Ellica. Yeah. Don't you think it's just Angie with a just an I? Oh, uh, probably. That's confusing. Maybe it's Andy. Andy. Andy's obviously the best thing. Thank you for yeah. that. Um, what were we talking about? I think we're done. I think oh, she that's... says, what the fuck? Angie comes in and says, what the fuck? It's just, you gotta be fucking kidding. Oh, oh thank that's you. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Amateur Jeez, hour. guys. <laughs> wow. It's, amateur it's like here. you haven't already seen it three times. <laughs> I've seen it once. I've seen it once too. I've seen it three times. I believe that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> believe women. Yeah. Or whatever I am. Support. Wait, what did her shirt say? Um, sisterhood, sisterhood is powerful. powerful. Yeah, yeah. and if we could leave you with any message sisterhood. today, is sisterhood is powerful, mm-hmm. but also that's the episode. Mm-hmm. That's it. Do you think sisterhood is powerful as <laughs> this season's for us as lesbians? Yeah. It might be. <laughs> might be. Might but be. we should keep for us as lesbians. I do yeah. love that one. That's yeah. so good. Um, well, what do we think of this episode? I had fun. I had fun too. I enjoyed it. I yeah. know that we like nitpick, but it's like, you know, we're the, the point is to talk about the show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I had a great time. Actually. The point of the podcast is to talk about the show. I don't know if you guys know. I, yeah. you know. I think sometimes people get upset and it's like, well, right. Like you, if you want us to just like give plot points, you could watch the show. It's on, it's on <laughs> Showtime, but like, we're going to give a little analysis. Like our ads say yeah. it's on Showtime. Yeah, it's on the showtime. Show. But I also do think that part of like, part of really digging into a TV show, like whether you're doing a podcast or recap, like you have to come up with things to say, right? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, you really end up like, like I watched all the, all of like L Word season one, season two, like loved every minute of it. Even mm-hmm. the bad parts thought it was great. And then, cause I was, didn't start recapping till right. season three. Mm. Right. And then once I started doing the podcast and we were doing season one, season two, suddenly I had all these critiques because I was because I wasn't just sitting there watching it. I was trying to fill up an hour of podcast. I think maybe gay soap operas aren't meant to be (laughs) deep, like deeply analyzed and watched a million times. But people enjoy listening to that. So what I'm saying is that like we're kind of heroes. Like we're sacrificing our own enjoyment in We're order geniuses. to like give you more enjoyment and i just i just like want you to like pause right now on your commute on you know wherever you're listening yeah. to this and just think about how special we are and how funny i am yeah specifically Me. yeah more than anything else yeah um and, well but how funny all of us are i think that's important that was, that was just think about that yeah there's things that i'm like you know a lot of my old frustrations are still there but I had a I had a lo- I had a you know I had a whole period of time where I thought the show was canceled. I got to like really sort of reflect and think. And wow, you had a bet Porter year. I it really, like I really had done a some Porter personal year. growth. Yeah, yeah, I'm bet getting rear-ended <laughs> by the Elward Generation Q and going, eh, fuck it. We're yeah. all the world's ending. We're all gonna die. We're all dying. What's a bumper? That's yeah, how I feel. Exactly. I'm That's excited. what I wish the guy who I had run into his bumper had said to me instead mm. of ruining my life mm. sure yeah that, like honestly there was barely even a dent mm-hmm. yeah that probably you know what i mean for you um i'm excited i'm excited to see i know that i will be annoyed every week but i am actually yeah. excited to see a recovery storyline like i think mm-hmm. they're really gonna like have finley go to meetings and do yeah. the things and maybe they won't and that will also probably be fine but like i don't know that could be fun yeah not fun but meaningful mm-hmm. i just hope she doesn't relapse because yeah i think yeah. I don't even know if I like I hated relapse storylines until you uh, went on a talked about it on one of our mm-hmm. podcast episodes. Whatever it was you said you convinced me and now I don't want to see them anymore. Yeah. I don't love them. And but I am excited. I don't know. I would love to see Alice have fun. Yeah. I I'm love excited. Alice. I'm excited yeah. for Alice's like 
you know, looking for the one. Mm-hmm. I'm also excited for Angie at college. Yep. Especially in breakup mode. Oh, what a great time to be chaotic in breakup mode. Honestly, it's she seems sad, but she doesn't know that like yeah. the first few months of college, there's yeah. so many things to do if that's what you want to be doing mm-hmm. that like Great. Yeah, yeah. Go off. I like, was mostly like crying. I was mostly watching. I watched nine seasons of Grey's Anatomy my yeah. freshman fall. So I, I wasn't doing that. I but went to nightclubs that cost $20. That's the only time. I mean, I was going to school in New York. So like right. I was trying to be that person for a brief period of time. That's bananas. Yeah. I'm wondering if the, is it going to be like Bet and Tina are now together and the finale of this season is like them getting married or is it going to be like, like remarried? Yes. Or is it going to be like, like a slow burn? Like there's some reason why they can't, you know, like, are we going to go back and forth? I'm interested to see about like what that approach is. And then uh, I'm very excited that Kehlani's there. I hope it's like more interesting though, than just like a Shane cheats or resist cheating storyline. Um, but honestly, if Kehlani's there, I'm watching, I'm happy, I'm into it. I'm excited for Joey, Lauren, Adam. I was going to say, we have yeah. some exciting guest yeah. stars, Oh, also, too. when is Rosie coming back? And what's Fletcher going to do? Think, I think it's episode three that Rosie comes back. I mean, <laughs> she's busy, like, running her speakeasy lesbian bar in, in the A League 40s, of Their Own. Yeah, maybe they should have, like, right. they should have the second bar be 40s theme. My dream for the season is that they never open the second bar, <laughs> and that whole storyline just dies. <laughs> what if it's that Tess does buy the second bar? Then Tess and Shane break up, and then we have, uh, what was it? In, what was the rivalry in the Ooh. original? Oh, girl, like, she bar. Yeah, she bar and the, bar the they're planet. Like feuding bars, and yeah. they're right next door to each other. So they should call it Jenny's. That could be Ooh, kind of fun. That yeah. would be fun. I'd be into that. Yeah, they should call it Jenny's and put a pool in it. Ooh, you know, like that bar in New Orleans where they have a pool. No, it's for well. It's pretty. Dark. Did someone die in the pool? Um, well, no. But now in my Jenny, mind, I've now I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Sure. In the bathhouse. Sure. I people see. murder. Sure. Spoiler alert. <laughs> sure. It, spoilers for American Horror <laughs> Story. <laughs> spoilers for American Horror Story. Elver Generation Q. I um yeah no I'm pretty stoked for this season. I will acknowledge that I have seen some future episodes. Right. And that episodes three and four are really fun cool fun yeah I love especially that. episode four we'll look forward and to and there's that. some fun people coming back nice i love i love i love that how exciting and more than anything i'm just it's happy good. to be back here with both of you yeah wow. absolutely the real l word was the friends we made along the way mm-hmm. it was thank you so much for listening to this episode of to and bag generation q edition one of two podcasts brought to you by autostraddle.com you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Twill and Back, and you can also email us at twillandbackcast at gmail.com. Our theme song is by the talented B. Steadwell, and our Gen Q logo is by Jax Co. This episode was produced, edited, and mixed by me, Lauren Klein. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Taylor Klein. You can follow Drew everywhere at draw underscore Gregory. You can follow Annalisa on Instagram at Analoka with two A's and on Twitter at Analoka with one A and an underscore. You can follow the legendary Reese Bernard everywhere at Autowin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, the reason why we're all here, autostraddle.com. And finally, to end this ep, let's hear some keywords from our girlies. Three, two, two one. one. Quivering. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, I said quince meat. <laughs> yeah. Which is um, 
the favorite sandwich of students at California University. Wow. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I said quivering, like with anticipation. I Ooh. said quite, because I'm quite happy to be here talking wow. about this show. Oh Gorgeous. my God. Look wow. at what we did. Wow. We're so full of optimism. Mm. It happens every year. It does. So excited. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It does feel like they're putting a lot into it this year, though, more so than in previous years. Yeah. You know, like with guest stars and advertising. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah. But most of all, I'd like to thank our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Showtime. Uh, Yeah, you guys should uh, watch the Take care of yourselves. Um, And we'll be back back with you next next week to discuss the next episode of this program. Mm -hmm. You have a good, like, ASMR podcast voice. I do? I think so. I sound like a Jew with a cold. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out. And we're out. Laughing, moving, fisting, biting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live.